Todd here says he knows where um, Kane's laying his head. Fuck Kane. And while we at it, fuck your nephew too. These niggas had my back for a long time. appears there is one last weapon shipment en route to Costa Rica. Center wants us to use our Sandinista contacts to intercept the shipment. I need every member of the assaulting party searched, their gear confiscated. Securing the cargo and not finding out who came after it will be considered a mission failure. What? The Russians. Try to blow up this operation. Hey, hey, tranquilo, chico. Tranquilo. Estoy aquí para ayudarte. Prácticamente quiero lo mismo que la DEA. Prueba de que la CIA trafica droga en su propio país. Subway. What you need? Playground lights. Might be good to put them back. No, they stay out. While back, it had you looking at the family members of Teddy McDonald. You remember that? Came up with his pops in Kansas City. I need you to reconfirm their locations. I know you're frustrated. The way you snapped at my mom, she almost walked. This next thing we have planned is really risky and I can't do it without her. You gonna get off his corners? You gonna leave his people be? Or you the one that's gonna find yourself a new club? You don't mean that shit? The fuck I don't. I built this shit. Me, brick by brick. And I'll be damned if I let you tear it down just cause you don't like the way another nigga talk. He ain't killing him. He's getting it. Fuck, they call you man boy. Since I was a full grown man, I was still just a little boy. Man boy. Are you sleeping at night, son? Like a baby. What's the rock get a hold of their ass? The person you knew, they gone. I had plans for you. I made arrangements. Arrangements? Yes, arrangements. Come on, Avi. You wanna admit what this shit really about? Yo. Welcome back. To another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast. Uh, this is our Snowfall recap show uh, where we talk about Snowfall. Uh, it's your boy, Be Easy. And uh, Kane ain't here today. So I had to call in the heavy hitter. Had to call in my man, Hove. Adrian Plus. He got a whole bunch of names. What's up, homie? <laughs> What's going on, Brody? What's up, what's up? Hold, is this your first time on this show? Yeah, this is my first time doing this one. Ah, oh, this is your first time doing this show. But you've been on, y'all probably heard him on, if you listen to Kane and Zabel podcast, he's been on there uh, several times. He's like a, a regular guest. A recurring guest. Recurring guest. There I talk that shit. Yeah, know, he do. You know. Lay back in the cut. He be in, you be, he be in the cut in the studio on the mic. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But welcome, man. Very appreciate it, bro. Yeah, thank you for, thank you for coming in and, uh. Stepping in and uh, filling Kane's shoes. And there's some big shoes to fill, but, you know. Don't let him hear that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to give him his props, man. You know what I'm saying? I, he a little wild with it, too. You know what I'm he saying? He don't get, get wild too wild, with. but, you know. See, because we talk about the show on here, he don't get the opportunity to be too, too wild like he doing his show. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. more serious Kane. Yeah, he won't, Yeah, he that Kane. Okay. Yeah, he then. that Kane on here. Yeah. yeah. He be analytical and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> So we get to hear the analytical hold on here. Yeah, you know. Um, Let's get into it, man. Word, word. So uh, like you said, we're getting into it. Uh, episode, season six, episode five, entitled Ebony and Ivory. Um, and I ask you, how, how did you enjoy this episode? I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was a, a good meaningful episode. So this episode was cool. Yeah, yeah. I liked it too. Um, especially the ending 
we'll get into that a little later. But yeah, I, I liked it. Uh, a lot of storytelling. I feel like they did, and um, I don't know. It was it. I was sleepy. I'm always sleepy Thursday night. I mean, Wednesday night, Wednesday night. when it get to the time for the show. But yeah. midway through it, something happens that wake me up. And I'm like, oh, shit. So, yeah, this this episode did it, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll jump right into it. Um, excuse me. That's me moving my mic, y'all. Uh, the show opens with uh, Veronique and Cassandra. And they're sitting in the car. And Cassandra asks uh, Veronique what she thinks of Barbados. I mean, they re- reminisce on previous vacations and things they did. Um, says they could go back and make sure that uh, Veronique's baby knows that there isn't anywhere that he can't go, anywhere in the world that he can't, he can't go. go. Yeah, yeah. Um, Veronique says that she doesn't think Franklin is up for a vacation right now. And then you can see on Cassandra's face, she was looking like, I ain't thinking about Franklin. Right. Um, she asked about Franklin's, um, asked about Franklin, his uh, exit plan, uh, um, and even if he gets his money back, it won't, wouldn't be enough for a man like him. Um, Says she knows a thousand Franklins. She says men like him um, are like garage sale jigsaw puzzles. They never come with all the pieces. They spend their whole lives talking, trying to make themselves whole no matter what the cost. Um, But then she was trying to, um, she was about to go in a little bit further. And that's when they get a look at Teddy's father. And, uh, if you know, we see him, he's walking with help. And he's uh, having a little trouble breathing. Yeah. Um. I don't know, and I seen. I, I felt like she was trying to uh, lure her to leave Franklin right then and there. You think she was right about Franklin? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she was right about him. Yeah. Um, because he could have left. He could have been left the game, even like last season, because he had all the money he, he needed. Had the money. Yeah. He had all the money he needed. He really didn't need <sighs> Louis and them help, but he just wanted to. It's kind of like that. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like a whole song where he'd be like, um. Uh, on American Gangster, I think he say something like, "Pray to God for for you know this is gonna be my last brick or some shit." Yeah, yeah. Um, I gotta go back and listen. To that. Yeah, that's that's kind of that kind of what it reminds me. He got me so of. many though, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, he do got a lot. Yeah, shit. American. I think it's on American, American Dream. Gang. American Dream. Yeah, American Dreaming on uh, American Gangster. Gangsta album. Album. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, V calls Franklin and tells him that they have um, the father. She says, um, "Could he be there in?" Tw- no, and he says he could be there in 24 hours, and he hangs up kind of quickly. Um, he didn't say thank you or nothing, and I think it was the last episode when he blew up on her, he really didn't apologize or whatever. Right, so right. this time he didn't really say thank you. He hung up the phone really quick, and the way she was looking, she looked like, damn, this motherfucker rushed me off the phone. She got shit. some concerns right now, man. Mm-hmm. He got a lot of concerns, and I think her mom see that shit too. So to go back to what you was talking about with a conversation in the car, mm-hmm. And 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 her mom found um finding a new opportunity to you know rebuild their relationship, mm-hmm. establish their relationship mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, I I honestly think, and I don't want to jump to no conclusions too fast, but I honestly think she want to take V from Franklin. Oh yeah, you get what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. That's it, but even like with the last thing she said before she saw the father, like she was like um. You know, with just us, and I think V know that too. That's why she said, "I don't know if Franklin is is up for a vacation, vacation right now." You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's the way to say, "Nah, we ain't, I ain't leaving him yet." Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but frankly, he hangs up quick because he's with Kane, and Kane's is upset that uh his girl house got shot up. So the house they was at last episode was a house that was his old lady house. Um, said so he want to take care of Lou and Jerome, 
It says Franklin don't need to leave until they find another way to get back at um at Lou and Jerome, other than running up at the club because he was like they got twenty security guards and all that kind of yeah, shit. So, with Uzis, with Uzis, yeah, <laughs> they got twenty security guards and Uzis, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, he was like, "Yeah, so get comfortable, nigga." So he told him some shit like that, like get comfortable, nigga, because we ain't leaving here until we find out a way. And um, that's when you hear on the TV some horses, and when I heard the horse, I was like, "Oh shit, I know what they're gonna do." Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm glad. Well, we'll talk about it later. Um, what happens? Um, Buckley comes in the club and he tells uh, Jerome and Louis that Kane got out, um, and that Franklin helped him get out, so they missed their hit. Um, said he shot his way out. Um, Buckley said it was a bloodbath, said bodies on top of bodies. Um, said he'll be on the lookout for where Kane, you know, for the next place Kane hiding. Yeah. Um, and then that's when Jerome asked him, is he using again? He was like, if you're using again, ain't no coming back this time or whatever. Um, Louis, she was like, damn, we could have had him. Said we could have ended it all right there. I didn't get that point, though. So they, they really want Franklin there, yo? All right, so I don't know if they – at first, I thought maybe she meant like they could have ended it with Kane. with Kane. Yeah, but the fact that Franklin was there, if they would have killed both of them, yeah, they would have ended, ended it right, right. there. But you yeah, see, so. you saw that look on Jerome's face. Yeah, though, yeah, you know yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep, yep. But she, I feel that she right, but Louis feel a little different than Jerome do because Franklin always, you know, said a little most slick shit to her. Then the fact that he pulled a gun out on her. In front of you know what I'm saying in front of and Buckley saved her or whatever. Yeah. Um. And we don't know if Franklin would have really killed her because she told Jerome like he would he would have killed me if Buckley wouldn't have been there to save him. I don't think he would have killed. Her. <laughs> you think so? I don't know, bro. <laughs> oh, Franklin is wilding. He wilding, especially this one. Yeah. Yeah, he is wilding. Um. So we go to the PJs and then the PJs Wanda. Um. She giving uh, Leon something out the freezer for his bruised face and tells him you know what I'm saying that was dumb. So this is basically like the same night. Yeah. Um, cause he still got them same clothes. He all bruised up and shit. Um, asked if he want to go to see a doctor. Doctor, do he want to keep being dumb? Um, then they get a knock on the door, but it's the homies, uh, Rennie Einstein and a couple other dudes. Um, they tell him Big D took all the work and all the money. Say he went to one of his latest house in the hills or some shit. Um, they say if they say if he expects them to back him, meaning Leon. Um, that they got to know he got a plan. He said, because Big D coming back, he asked them if um, things were better before or after he left. And then they have this little uh, conversation. Oh, let me get to it. Uh, here we go. I respect you, Lee. What you did today, a lot of people do. But the truth is, you a confusing motherfucker. You dropping bodies, but talking peace. You was running this shit. Then you quit. Nigga, you left with a crackhead, came back with a white. Watch your fucking mouth. Nigga, that's word in the hood. Ain't no disrespect. Sorry, Wanda. We just want shit to stay the same. All this change niggas can't handle. Leave those people out there, they want to be looked after. And they want to make money. That's it. If you ain't going to do that, step aside. Let someone else do it. Like who? You? Um, And then Rennie, he tells them that it ain't a shortage of niggas that want to get their hands on the, on the crown, ready to go to war for it. Um, he said, you think she was bad under Big D? Just wait. Um, that's when Leon go outside and he talk shit. Like, who else wants some? Well, you know, y'all niggas pussy, this, that, and the third. Um, yeah, he's he, like, he had to establish that respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though you, he didn't want to do it that way. 
But I think he feel like um, that the only way he got to do it. I don't. He had to. He had to do it that way, bro. He I had to do it that way. They calling his wife a crackhead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they did it in his face too. Right. Last episode. Right. Um. And he said we're gonna get back to making money the right way. And one and that one scene when he was like uh, when Randy said, uh, "Sorry, Wanda. Wanda stuck a middle finger up at him and shit." <laughs> <laughs> like, like you can't be mad because if if it was somebody else and Leon was in the hood like that. They would, he would do the same thing. He'd be talking the same shit. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't be having no redemption song for them and shit. Damn right. Um, but yeah, like uh, Randy said, it is all. It's always somebody that want to be the, be the king, or whatever. That'll let you. That 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 tell you, man. Like the hood always gonna be there. Motherfuckers always gonna be needing needing mm-hmm. to make money. You know what I'm saying? Depending on somebody else to lead them to to how to make money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you gotta had a heart for that shit. And mm-hmm. Damn sure gotta be respected. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that was a good scene. I think that was one of my favorite scenes right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that remind me of um I wanna say that was on Paid in Full when um Cameron had said that the AC was like, um, most niggas wanna wear the crown just because, just because. of some some shit. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah. would that remind me. All these shits be the same. Everywhere you go, no matter what hood you in, it is always it's the, all same. the same. Like you say, it's, it's always all people that wanna be led and niggas wanna wear the crown and shit. That's bad. Um Gustavo, he finds Jamara. Um and they talk. Uh, he tell her, uh, you know, come talk to me in the car. Um, he tells her about um the deal and how uh he can't sleep or eat. Um, he only want to protect them, her and the boys, and tells her about the raid that they want to do on uh, Teddy's warehouse. But she doesn't want to live in witness protection. Um, says she wants to have a life. Well, says she needs a life. She don't want a life. Says she needs a life. Um, a regular born life. And he's gonna figure out how they're gonna do it. Um, yeah, we got Teddy. He's having a meeting with Have Maya, and he asked what made him follow Gustavo. And Teddy says he thought about what he would do if he were them, meaning the KGB. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, the good and bad news is they know who they're dealing with. Um, then they wonder when did it, when did they start it, like looking at them and how long um, they've been working on Gustavo. Um, Teddy thinks the bar might have been the initial approach, but he says Gustavo has been off for the last few months. Um, he's not sure if they turn also or not. He has half my for help with surveillance on um, Ruben's residence. So I thought he was going to kill Ruben at the end of that. I thought we was going to see a scene with Ruben like bleeding and shit. Yeah. But uh, I like how they did this, though. Like, you know, Teddy kind of shook because them boys on his ass. Teddy shook. Yeah. Teddy shook. Um, this the first, ain't the first time I seen Teddy shook, but. This, I think he really shook. Like, he know they, like, really close on his ass, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he don't even know to have because it really ain't the KGB that on his right, ass. It's right. really the DEA that right. the really, real reason the why. Real, the Gustavo. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, Franklin, he tries to convince Sissy to go on the run. Um, Says, uh, well, she says she won't leave. Um, He asks if she's trying to be a martyr now. Like, you need to die. Why? Because you helped me, um, because you took the money, built a business. Um, she says yes, and he ain't had no comeback for that she shit. She's a G, man. She yeah, a G, man. Yeah, she a G for real. Because she done seen it. She done been through a whole lot. Then got her husband off the sauce. Then he was. Then he got killed in Cuba. Right. So, um, You think it's justified, though, like how she acting? Yeah, because I feel like she got a guilty conscience. Because like he said, she, instead of her like disowning him for selling drugs and shit, she helped him out. And with her helping him out, even with the business and cleaning the money and all that right, kind of shit, right. 
it came to this, and now they're going against her. They're trying to kill her brother and her sister-in-law. And got the business shot up and shit. She really ain't safe because ain't no telling what somebody do with her. Yeah. Um, but when he was talking, he said, um, he gonna come for you. At first I thought she was talking about Jerome, but after I watched it the second time, I think she was talking about he was talking about Teddy. Teddy. Yeah, I I think she was talking about he was talking about Teddy coming for her. Or maybe he told her to plan. And he yeah. was telling her the plan to tell her, like, yeah, you need to get out of Dodge, too, because he's going to come for you, too. She ain't worrying about that shit. Nah, she ain't. She ain't. She'll die. She'll die for it. But I think she really standing on it because she got, like I said, she got a guilty, guilty conscience. conscience. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. So uh, she helped. She continued to help the people in the um, um, in the shelter because that's where they were. I didn't mention that at the beginning. But uh, Franklin, he, he thinks that. They're this close, and like if you put your fingers together real small, that's how close he thinks they are, y'all. You know, y'all listening. Um, this close to changing the fortunes of his, of his family for generations. Um, he reminds his mother how poor they were, how she almost dropped dead in the stairs of one of uh, Tufelwitz's buildings. I had to re- read that on the couch, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> um, doesn't even know how he would have paid for the funeral. Um, and Cece asks, How is this life any better than that? Um, he tells her he loves her and begs her to do this for him. I I forgot that she was like kind of struggling at one point, especially early on working early for that on, dude. Yeah, early yeah. on she was struggling. Franklin ain't know what the hell he had going on. Mm-hmm. And and he he right yo he got a point because that was something that I would have said the same thing. Like I don't even know how I would have paid for your damn funeral, man. And that's crazy. And I think that got to her a little bit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, because she had a look on her face. Yeah. Um, I know how they would have paid for it. Fi- a fish fry. <laughs> Nigga said, love having a fish wrap for a funeral, my nigga. <laughs> it went, go fund me what now? Yeah, so they yeah. been selling fish and uh, fish sandwiches with coleslaw inside. Yeah, yeah, that's the go-to in the hood. Mm-hmm. You know that. Y'all, the yeah, and maybe a car wash. They done went to a church, whatever church they, you know. And chicken bog. Chicken bog, yeah. They do chicken bog out there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They still doing that? No, well, I'm talking about out there in Cali. Oh. The, I wonder what's the Cali qu- equivalent to chicken bog. chicken bog. Chicken bar, cause niggas come out here, we be like, yeah, we have a chicken bar. What the fuck is chicken bar? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Man, so what is? What's that? What's that? What y'all? What is y'all? Our Cali people, let us know what's uh. Yeah, chime in. What's the equivalent to chicken bar out there for y'all? That's crazy. I ain't even thought about that. Though. Yeah, I can't go to a barbecue spot without getting some chicken bar out there. I charge they sometimes it be a side, sometimes they charge it as a as a meat. Yeah, I mean either way, I'm getting chicken bar out there. Gotta have it. Yeah, gotta have a chicken bar. Yeah. Oh, you put hot sauce in yours? Yeah. Shout out to my, my homie Big T. Big T, he ain't with us no more. Um, you know, I don't really say R.I.P., but R.I.P. to Big T. Big T had made the best chicken bog ever. He had like a pepper in there, boy. I yeah. Love Big T chicken bog. Cuz will call me. A.B., T making that chicken bog. I'll be there in a minute. Yeah. yeah. Big T, I miss T. Though. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. T was the homie. Yeah. He was like, the fear. <laughs> that's that damn T right there, boy. Anyway, y'all. Um, Teddy, he takes out a syringe and also pulls up for a meeting they're having. Um, Gustavo tells him about the meeting with Ruben and tells him everything and tells him he needs um to clean out the warehouse. Gustavo was shook. Why he did that? Because he was why he told him. Why he told him? Yeah. <sighs> I mean the day the, the the day before, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. I think he, I don't know. I don't know if it's a guilty conscience or what. Or maybe he maybe he told him because 
oh, girl ain't going to take the deal, and she don't want to live in witness protection. So if that raid would have went down, yeah, Teddy would have known it was Gustavo. Gustavo. So he feel like he might feel like he got a better chance of making it with her with, on the run, you know, whatever with with whatever cash yeah, they can that, get for. That that's the only sense. reason, yeah. But I'm glad he did tell him about the meeting with Ruben because now it'll look like he's saving it, doing it for Ruben and not for the DEA. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now because I think Teddy was gonna not um. He was gonna he was gonna jig him with that damn needle now. He was gonna jig him with that needle. Gustavo's gonna be out. Matter of fact, didn't know how did he kill that lady that time? Did he put something in her drink. I think he puts yeah he put something in her drink. The um uh the reporter I forgot her name. Yeah 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 yeah. He I remember uh, a Korean looking lady. Yeah yeah, yeah he, he put, put something in her drink. Jeannie May. Yeah yeah, yeah that was, yeah. that was the meme. It was um her and her man. It was like this Jeannie Jeannie May and Jeezy. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, he put something in her drink. But he was he was about to jig Gustavo and do what whatever with him, maybe torture him or something. But yeah. because he told him now, Teddy got that trust with him. Um, but he told him that um about the meeting and everything and that he need to clean the warehouse. But Teddy said, I cleaned it last night after he followed um Ruben from the bar. Um also was worried, but uh Teddy reassured him that um he's not being followed and that these KGB guys work alone. Um Teddy tells him it's good that he told him about the meeting though, so like I said, I think he got Teddy um, trust now. Think so? Full yeah. trust? I mean, enough not to kill him. Yeah, for now. I think he still, I, I think now Teddy might have showed his hand that he was following Gustavo. Yeah. So now maybe Gustavo can like walk a little, be a little more careful with how he do things, like making calls and doing all this kind of shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think, I don't think Teddy trusts nobody. I don't even think he trusts half Maya. Um, v and Cassandra, um, they go to work on their plan at the uh, retirement home. Um, they're posing as a potential as a potential residence. Um, so that like they're gonna commit Cassandra or whatever. Um, she goes and looks for Teddy's father while uh, V talks to the I guess the administrators there or whatever. Um, and she finds his door uh, Colonel Robert McDonald. Um. And in between this scene, uh, Gustavo, he tells the DEA, now he calls them on the, um, I was about to say cell phone, but on the payphone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and tell them not to uh, raid Teddy Place that the stuff is gone. And also that the KGB is on to them. Um, Kane's people, they find Louis Stable. Um, and, the, and the guy that was basically in charge, he tell the other guys that they're going to have to sit on the place, stake it out until she comes. And that um no matter what, Kane wants her alive. Um I don't know, that might be some foreshadowing, but I think they are gonna catch her alive and Kane probably gonna torture Louis or some shit. Cause Louis done tried to get this nigga killed yeah, like three times. Multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um and I like the fact that what I said earlier, like about the scene was instead of them just going shooting up the place, they went in there like kind of strategic, find out that that was her spot. And they gonna just sit on it and wait on it. So I like that that they, they ain't did no um no ghetto hood shit, no shit that you would probably see on Power. Or so <laughs> uh, what's that other show? Uh, B- BML. What, yeah, BML. BML. Man, BML. We, me, Tally, Ace. Shout out to them boys. We was just having an argument. Uh huh. They talking about um Power better than Snowfall. I even I hate to even get on that, but I just had to say that because we just had this argument. I got to call them boy. I got to call Ace two days ago. 
don't they think, think Ace said it. I don't think Ace said it. Um, a- a- Tally sound like Ace a, 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 I don't know. I don't know who he right though. <laughs> that's what Ace is saying. Yeah. So it was Tally. Tally and um, Gutter. I think it was Gutter. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear Gutter standing tall on that too. Standing real tall. Man, him and his old lady beside him. They said real power. Tall. I see. I think they people say that because of the, like it's more action on power, like more killing and more like drug dealing. But it's like fake drug dealing. Right. Like you seen the last power? Yeah. You seen how much drugs was in that room they walked into? That was ridiculous, man. Like, that was ridiculous. And, and the ring at the beginning was like they sold how much they sold the shit for four point two million? No, it was or like something? five. Five like million five dollars. Million. When I saw that shit, I was like, what? I was like, what is this? Like, what this got to do with anything? I was so confused. And like I remember seeing that lady in like the previews and shit, right? Yeah. Sorry, y'all. We you know, we talking <laughs> drug dealer TV shows. Bear with us. Um but <laughs> But like when when they were um at uh at my man a penthouse and them people came in and shit nigga yeah. I like threw like threw my damn remote control like it's just too made up man. it's too made up like who moved like that yeah, right and they done got through all the different nationalities and shit you know they got black then they had some white people then they had some Spanish people I want to say they had some uh, Haitians or whatever before now they got to get some motherfuckers from England <laughs> that we ain't never heard about yeah. But I was like, "What the fuck? Where does where does come from? I don't even remember seeing her. Me either. They just a, she just a made up motherfucker. Yeah, she yeah. got a lot of power though. Yeah, she lying. do. Niggas scared of her. I ain't lying. And not only she got all that power, she's a certified killer. Certified. She kill it. Sh- shoot a woman in the head and cut the cut the girl hand cut off the, just to get the ring. I forgot that's about that. That's it too. That's crazy. I forgot about that. You ain't even do all shit. that. If you gonna kill him, why cut a hand off? Right. <laughs> kill him, then take the ring off. That's what I'm saying. It's too made it's up. Too made up. It's good. No, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy this shit. But I have to push back up. with you. It ain't good. It's just entertaining. It's entertaining. Because it's horrible writing. It's good entertainment. It's good entertainment. Yeah, good entertainment. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I was like, I, was, I made a post. I was like, I said, uh. They just try anything on this show. That was after, I posted that after I saw her cut the hand off. Like there was no need. No. She was and the lady was like, "Take the ring." Right, right. She's like, "Take the ring." There was no need for that. Cut yeah. the hand clean off. Yeah, cut it smooth off too. It's crazy. Um. So yeah, so uh, Cassandra she's looking for him. And she finds out the Colonel Teddy's father sitting on the bench in the courtyard, and he's giving the um honorary old man, but she gets him to open up. Um, we found out that he has cancer. He really doesn't enjoy living in the in a home. Um, says being a POW is better than living there. Um, and they talk, and you know she goes back and forth, and a pretty woman to get a nigga to do anything. I in. swear, man, I swear. Yeah, because she get him to walk out. Well, she, walk out and take. She convinced him real easy, real easy. And she, he, she said something about, um, or maybe this was later on. Um, he, she was like, you haven't been around a lot of black people. I think that was later on in the house. Because he was like, you don't look old enough to be in the home. You'd be going to an old folks' home or whatever. Um, but she don't look old. She don't even look old enough to be Veronique Mama. Uh-uh. She just put a wig on. Anyway, <laughs> um, Big D, he meets up with Lou and Jerome at the club and says he still runs the PJs. Says he expects them to um, starve out Leon. And uh, Louis says that they are running the business. But he gets, um, to me, he gets a little disrespectful to Louis. With all due respect, I ain't even talking to you. Now, nigga, I done did right by you. Huh? Help you set up Franklin's two little bitches. 
Now you get to repay the favor. OG, you ain't get your cut of that shit. Oh, I see. Niggas ain't got no more fucking loyalty anymore? Huh? Or is it you got your little bitch calling the shots? Excuse me? Um, I don't know why Jerome didn't have him killed. If, if anybody tell my woman now uh, whether or not I'm a drug kingpin in the hood, yeah. that I'm not talking to you, yeah. that'll be the last talk you ever talk. I thought he was about to get him right there when he, he poured them drinks. I thought he was going to get him himself. He, yeah, yeah, like yeah. he poured the drinks and then smack him upside the head like he did Franklin. He, yeah. sh he should have killed him. He could have killed him. It, I mean, what's mo one more body? <laughs> and he out the hood. It ain't like he got people behind him. Yeah. Yeah, I would have killed him right there, and all my security guards would have just told his body out. Told his body out. Buried his ass. Yeah. Um, Jerome tells him he's not getting in the middle of that shit with him and Leon. Um, Big D says after he takes care of Leon, they can get back to normal. Um, but ain't shit normal. Um, that's what Jerome said. He says shit's getting worse, and he ain't talking about the police. Uh, he thinks the young niggas don't have um, no respect, no code, no honor. Say they they a dying breed, um, but Big D says nah, nigga, that's you. You a dying breed, and that's when Louis walked back in. And um, Jerome say he out the game. He leaves the club without security. Um, I remember hearing that shit all the time, and that made me think of the wire. Um, when my man pooped, he was like, we hear this every year, every year. Somebody say these kids get worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Um, I remember they used to say that about us when we was in middle school. We used to make teachers cry and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, these are the worst kids ever. Yeah. And it's a video that I saw this morning. It was a, a white teacher. She basically quit, walked out. She's like, I'm not coming back or whatever. I guess she got into it with a kid or whatever. But I was like, shit, that shit was light. Because I know we made Miss Crazy cry like three times my eighth grade year. So yeah, You remember Miss Tanner in the high school? Miss Tanner. Miss Tanner. I think she was on. Um, it wasn't home make. It was one of them sewing. It's a sewing class or something like that. Little fat lady? Yeah. Used to, you know. Oh, right. She was at the ninth grade. Yeah. yeah, she was thank. What's yeah. his name? Miss Christy? Miss Christy or Miss Tanner? I thought it was Miss Tanner. Might be Miss Tanner. I had that lady, yeah. Man, that lady cried every day. For real? What? Oh, y'all, these younger, you yeah. younger than me, y'all younger. Yeah, kids right, right. I think it gets worse every three years. Every, every three, three years it gets yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah. We didn't see, we didn't make her cry in my class, my class. But we had some hood niggas in that class, though. Not me, though. Not me, though. <laughs> My homeboy JD was in, man. Yeah. But we was just in there because we had a lot of girls in there. Yeah. So we used to do whatever we wanted. But I did learn how to sew in that motherfucker, though. Damn right. Um, me too. So a button quick on the jacket. Yeah. But So so y'all made her cry in that class. Man, lady used to cry every day. Not me, but that lady used to cry every day. And you know what's crazy, bro? Like, at the end... Like the end of the uh, school year or whatever, like all us grew attached to her on some crazy uh, shit, yeah, on some weird yeah. shit, yo. Bottom of town or whatever, yeah. <laughs> Stink ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to get them damn white teachers hell, boy. Yeah. The black one, I can't remember making a black teacher cry. I they used to always black. try to be so hard. But it was, no, don't get me wrong, it was some good black teachers It too, was, but, yeah. Yeah, but they used to. Some was kind of mean. Like Yeah, they was mean. Though. But they, I think they kind of had to be mean. Which was good, like Miss, Miss like you said, homemade, like Miss Johnson. Yeah, you know Miss Johnson. Miss Johnson. She taught cooking. Matter of fact, she lived in the um over there in the east, over there, like where my daddy house at. She lived back oh, yeah? over there. Yeah, used to always drive a Lincoln. Oh, All the styles of Lincolns come out. She used to drive a Lincoln. Was a teacher. Oh yeah. But um yeah, she taught it too. But that lady was mean. That lady was mean, but she was cool though. Yeah. But uh, the white ones. Yeah, we find a weak one. We make it cry. Matter of fact, Kane talked about um making Miss Pelletier cry, our old Spanish teacher and shit. Miss Pelletier? Uh-huh. He said he made Miss Pelletier cry. 
Shit, Miss Peloton was mean to us. She was mean to y'all? Damn, you was after Kane, ain't it? No, no, you was before, before Kane. Kane. Yeah, you was before Kane. She, she was probably, nice to she us. probably got soft or something. She was she was she was nice to y'all. She was cool to us. We had I was in the the worst person in the class was shout out to um Tony Mills. He was the worst person in the class. Yeah. Um, but he was he wasn't bad in that. He just mm, talked shit was just a little bit. Class or something. Cause that lady used to damn hate us. Bro. For real. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that y'all y'all probably the reason why she passed away. Anyway, um, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> So Big D, uh, no, hold up. Oh yeah, so Jerome, that's when Jerome he leaves with security. So we go back to uh, Kansas City, and Cassandra sees uh, with the Colonel and that at this house and they're drinking, listening to music. Um, she get him to dance and all kind of stuff, but he really can't because he's sick. And that's when she get him to open up um, about his sons and they, you know, have a conversation about that. And we go back to the shelter, and uh, it's a little disagreement with uh, Wanda and some lady and their kids. Um, and Sissy, she breaks it up, a little domestic issue or whatever. Um, and they go upstairs, and Sissy tells Wanda that um, you can't save everybody. The sooner you learn that, the sooner you'll find peace. And um, Wanda, Wanda having it rough right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, she's going through it. She going through it, man. I don't see why she don't ask Sissy to live back in the house with her yet, because they got to live in the projects. I mean, because she, she got to be around Leon. Leon not leaving the project. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? So she got to be with him. She torn, man. She don't know what the hell she, she wants to do. She is torn because I'd rather be not around Around Leon. it. Yeah, she don't need to be around She don't need around Yeah, because it's calling her like Pookie it's say. It's calling her. <laughs> I swear it's calling her. That thing hard, boy. Hard on her. She got to find a purpose. She's trying to find something to do that <laughs> Um, Wanda tell Cece that the way she keeps fighting for her family and community, she's never seen anyone like her. Um, makes Wanda think that one day that she can be her. Um, Cece tells her she's amazing and her ability to heal in the midst of all of this shit. Uh, maybe Cece should uh, be more like her. Um, so then we go to Jerome. He pulls up at one of his homeboys' uh, garages named CJ. Um, CJ, he played in uh, so many uh, TV shows and he movies. He played in, um, damn. Call something out. I'm going to let you call something out. Cause I got two in mind right now. Oh, he played in the um power. Uh, Ka- raising Canaan. Oh, he played Kana. in raising Canaan. Yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah. Who was he? Oh, he was like the art dealer, rich nigga. Yeah, he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he yeah. wanted um. Damn, what Canaan mama? Rocky. 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 He wanted Rocky bad, boy. Yeah. What did he get killed or something? Yeah, she ended up killing. Oh, him. Oh, she ended yeah. up killing him. Yeah. All right. So he played in that. He also played in Django. He was one of the um. Oh yeah, one of the slaves in the cage, and they had he had a fucked up grill and yeah, that. Yeah, I forgot about that. And then he played on um on Queen Sugar as um a dude. His name was Hollywood. He worked on the um what you call them shit on the oil rig. Yeah, and he was married to um I forgot the lady her real name. It ain't Afri Woodard. What's that lady name? But anyway, he played on them the two main things. I but I forgot he was on Power. Yeah, though. he was on uh, Raising yeah. King. He get he shit. get that um acting bread now. <laughs> So CJ says he'll be he so uh Jerome wanted to get his car worked on. Um say it ain't been, you know, driving like he wanted it to. And um CJ says he was a little backed up and tells Jerome to come back next week, make an appointment. But Jerome tells him, you know I'm gonna take care of you and give him a little bit of money. I couldn't tell how much money he gave him. Um I was hoping it was a hundred dollars, but it looked like a twenty. <laughs> All that money Jerome made. Um so CJ says for him to leave it and come back in a couple of hours. But Jerome, he was like, I ain't had uh, hands up under the hood in a long time. So he stays there and helps him out. And, you know, he was like, you got something to drink? 
He gave us what he say. I got some brown or something like that. Yeah. Um. And, and at this point, I really didn't. I kind of picked up on what CJ was trying to do, but later on, they spill it all the way out. They spill it, yeah. I I didn't pick up on it. I, I thought he was just being genuine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't pick up on it at first. I went. After he came with like the second or third excuse, that's when I was like, "Oh, this is what he's trying to do." He, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we go to the Colonel and Cassandra, and they're on the couch talking about past relationships, and um, then we get a clip of well, we see very Nick. She's outside listening with a um a satellite dish in the car, um, whatever the big ass big ass dish she got it in. Where they get that shit from? You don't just go to a radio shack and get that shit. <laughs> um, Cassandra, so damn Cassandra tells about how hard it was for her to be. A mother, and um, I think she was being like real with the shit she was saying. She was, she was, because it was affecting. You could tell it was affecting Veronique sitting in that um car. And that's why I say like that. They just showing their whole relationship, just getting back stronger. Mm-hmm. They bonding over, mm-hmm. and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they mm. showing that throughout the show. Throughout the show, they showing that even even as we get further along in the house scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cassandra, um, slick too. Cause she know Veronique listening, yeah, and she's saying that shit, and Veronique hears. That's it. what I was, uh, I was having trouble with, cause I was like, damn, does she know she listening? So- uh, yeah, she knows she listening. I think she do know she listening, cause that the plan was for them to go there and get whatever information they can about Teddy, so they to can re- use it. To re- to re- so she was recording it to play for Franklin. Maybe so. Yeah, probably. Yeah, recording it to play for Franklin. Yeah. So she knew. Yeah, so she probably knew she was listening. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cassandra Slick. Yeah. Yeah, Cassandra Slick. Yeah. She, you, she the master now. And I, I say this every week. Ever since we found out, she left her in the damn um, where did where she left at? Somewhere in the, in jail, over two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Shit. Yeah, they said that like two or three episodes ago. So I just keep remembering that. Like Cassandra just be in it for the bread. Um. The colonel says he would have fixed um, things with Teddy before. He wishes he would have fixed things with Teddy before things went south. Um, and he tells her she has a good daughter that takes care of her uh, um, and cares about her well-being, um, especially since she want you know want to make sure she uh, is in a good place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get a scene of Franklin arriving in Kansas City. So we go back to the shop, and CJ and Jerome talk about basketball and their kids and. Um, CJ notices a car riding by slow. Jerome tells him he's smart, smart for um setting himself up with his shop and keeping a stack. And then we get a you know the guy he rides by again slowly. And then uh, CJ says this to him. Pretty sure it's the second time I seen that boy drive around you. Yeah. yeah. What if it was? Hey, hey, hey! Come on, man, Jerome. Come on, Jerome. Come on, what? Come on, what? I love you, brother. But maybe it's best that you wasn't here. You love me, man? Mm-hmm. You got two goddamn cars in here. Talking about you ain't got the time. I'm sorry, brother. But I got people who need me to come home tonight. Sure thing. Sure thing, man. I like that scene. Because yeah. for um, CJ to call it out like, Yo, I that dude right there done rolled past a couple times now. That nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't ordinary for us. And just for him to say, because a lot of people to let it keep going and mm-hmm. let my man probably um shoot off the Uzi. Damn right. Um, but Jerome, he uh hands CJ a stack of money and apologizes for uh I'm sorry for fucking up y'all day. What he said to the people. It was some old niggas out there and shit. <laughs> and when them, 
when Jerome started when Jerome pulled that damn gun out, the nigga start running and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they ain't play that part good at all. Yeah. But nah, it was a dope scene though, man. Jerome a real dude, man. Yeah, cause Jerome a real dude. Yo. Anybody well, I ain't gonna say anybody else, but on a lot of different a lot of different characters on shows and shit would have still went out they shooting, shooting the nigga fool. Yeah, shooting but it up. And when my man, my man, my man was fucked up the way he went about it. CJ, CJ was fucked up the way he went about it. But the best thing he could have said is what he said is, I got people waiting uh-huh. for me to come home. And Jerome had no choice but to understand that shit. So. Why you think he was fucked up with how he went about it? Because he was tiptoeing around it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I would have just came out and said, man, Jerome, man, you know you fucked up. You hot right now, man. You can't mm. come around here, man. I got a business to run, man. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Instead of being scared, because he was scared. He was scared. He, he was. was scared. I looked at it as him trying to um, spare Jerome's feelings. Like you know, coming up with these little excuses, but it is like it is passive aggressive to it do is. it that way. Yeah, I but you know what that remind me of? Allegedly, the story with Nipsey, when the dude came to the um, barbershop and it was like, uh, yeah, it was at a barbershop, right? Yeah. And Nipsey told the dude like, you can't be around here because your your name in the streets as a snitch or whatever. Yeah. And dude got mad. So maybe if Nipsey would have said the chair's full or something, that's a good point, bro. Yeah. So you because people. People take things different. They take things and they get extra sensitive and extra mad about shit. And a nigga yeah. like Jerome, who that dude CJ probably sound like he was connected in the hood. Yeah, he know Jerome. Before, so he, he know Jerome. He know Jerome, and he know like he probably still connected in the street. Still, because Nick, like it's certain jobs that people got that they they stay dealing with people. Like if you work at a barbershop, you gonna hear what go on. It. You work an auto mechanic type spot yeah. to me you deal with people and you you know yeah. people be around and they're they gonna talk and yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I don't know maybe he already know he knows Jerome and shit That's a good so point. maybe That's he was scared point. of that um and Jerome come up they flash with all the jewelry <laughs> on Versace or whatever yeah. um but yeah I, I didn't I didn't expect you to say that, uh, Jerome went about it the wrong way but yeah it wasn't come on what nigga come yeah. on what <laughs> 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 Jerome, no, he played that scene. Yeah, all, all both of them did. Yeah. And then the way they it went high, and then he was like, "Come on, man, man. I got a family at home, man. Yeah. I like that. That's a, see, that's good acting. That's better yeah. acting than you gonna get on fucking BML. I swear it is, yo. I swear, yeah. Especially BML. Yeah, but, <sighs> they even make Monique a bad act on BMF, bro. And Monique's a great. Act. She, okay, she did real good on that scene where her sister died. She do, she do good in in certain scenes. Yeah, but, but she no, she do good in certain scenes on BMF. But overall, she's a, a great actor. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they just dumbing down her whole. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's the writing, man. It's the writing. It's the writing. Maybe that was their whole argument, man. Fifty, fifty, the, one of the best writers. He he's up there with Tyler Perry. Fifty don't write shit. I know. I ain't give him that. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure he has some type of influence of of the stories that's being told. I know. I, I at least say that. I know on the regular power, it was a lady that was writing it, but I don't know if she to write on them other shows. Yeah, I don't think she writing on BML. BML. Yeah, but I know like. After the first season, she had said she already had the storyline written out for like the next three or four seasons. Like she already had it kind of planned out. Yeah. But I don't know if she writing other shows. But I don't. I just like I just like the realness. You know what I'm saying? That's what I like uh, uh, in Snowfall, man. Mm-hmm. Just the realness of the shit. And the shit with BMF, like a lot of the shit they don't got to do because the real story, like the documentary, is crazy. The real story for BMF is like crazy, so they don't got to do all this goofy shit, like. The elevator scene with yeah, um, they, they adding shit on. Yeah, man. I like they went to freak. 
They went to Freak Nick. And then we ain't even really got to see no ass shaking. It could have just nothing. been a regular weekend in Atlanta. <laughs> but anyway, um, it, it with all that we saying, though, we still watch the shows now. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, we still going to watch I'm it. I'm going to watch now. it just so I can yeah. talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so now we go back to Rubens. Um, he's getting ready to leave. But before he leaves, um, he opens up the closet door, but then he closes it back, but then he's Closes it back only the width of his two fingers. Um, you ever did some shit like that? Like, like maybe living with somebody, you'll put something a certain place to make sure they don't nobody that like your roommate and nothing touch it or whatever. You're talking about you can see if somebody moves something, mm-hmm. you can see if something different. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh okay. All right. Um, were you trying to make sure you were the only one? I I want to <laughs> say I've done that before. Like, sit something on the door, and if it's tipped over, like you know or whatever. I think I probably done it not intentionally, saying, "Oh, I'm gonna see if somebody moved this." I just noticed something different. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I think everybody did that. So it's, for him being a damn secret agent, mm-hmm. for him to do it, that ain't too out the um, out the uh, out the ordinary. Yeah, um, he wanted him to know. Mm-hmm. Um, so he leaves, and it looks like a team of CIA operatives they watching him because it was a dude watching the windows across the street that kind of looked like he was peeking back. It was another dude in the bushes, like yeah. like he was working for like a utility company or something. And then have Maya was in the car and Teddy was in another car. Um, so they tell him he was clear and um, Teddy moves in and searches the place. And the only thing he finds <laughs> is a stash of gay magazines. <laughs> Teddy looks. That shit fucked Teddy up. That man. shit fucked Teddy up. Like, who the, the fuck, fuck is this nigga? <laughs> like, if he would have found a damn cut off head and shit, he probably would have took that better than him finding five gay magazines. Took it more serious. At first, Teddy was like, he looked, you know, and then as he kept flipping through them damn magazines, he got conf- more confused. Kept shit. getting worse. Teddy's like, man, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, when he got the Playgirl, he knew what time it was. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so Jerome he sits on his car in front of the liquor store. Uh, he's drinking Crown, and I know it's Crown because of the purple bag. Um, he gets a page and throws his page away. Um, the Colonel he tells Cassandra about his uncle and how he wanted to be like him. Um, his uncle was an Army Ranger. Um, and he said, "You fight so hard to be a man, but then one day, no matter what you do, um, somebody else has to wipe your ass." Um. And as he's telling, talking to her, Franklin and uh, Veronique, they pull up. Um, and it looked like he was about to look back and say, who is that? But Cassandra, she kiss him mm-hmm. and tells him, um, you feel like a man to me. Um, now, I don't know if they wrote it to look like she was trying to distract him from them coming or what, but that's just kind of how it felt to me. I, I think she, um, she, she was getting into it. You know what I'm saying? A little into the, bit. the act or really getting into like knowing just, him? Just getting into knowing him and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because they probably was there all day. So you fuck with somebody all day. And they were kind of. You know, drinking or whatever. You know, true. They had their little martinis or whatever. So You're right. They yeah, was so drinking. I, I think she was kind of like, not necessarily like feeling him, but being the fact that they was already about to, you know, betray him and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She was just like. You know, kind of had, had a little empathy for him. And shit. So the portrayal that happened at the end, do you think she knows that was going to happen? No. Oh, okay. No. All right. No. Um, shit, I didn't know that was going to happen. Me either. No, but I was not <laughs> I was not expecting that. But after it went off, I was like, mm, it's fair. Had to. It's fair. You had to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Franklin comes in. Um, 
he act like they've been looking for him. You know where y'all been? We've been worried sick, whatever, whatever. Um, then we go to Ruben's house and he comes home and he's getting undressed and he noticed he's noticed the uh, door is open more than he left it. So now Teddy done you know showing his hand on that. Mm-hmm. Um, back at his warehouse, Teddy and Havmeyer they're having a conversation. They wonder if being gay is a part of Ruben's um, cover. Um, and Teddy said. <laughs> He's a dangerous man with something. <laughs> Ted can't figure that shit nah, out. No, he bro. can't figure it out. He's like, you wonder if he's really gay? <laughs> Where he is, he's a dangerous man. And he's desperate. Right. Um, Teddy wants him um, under 24-hour surveillance. Um, and then Teddy gets a call from Kansas City. Um, and then it's Franklin. Figure that area code to get your attention. Franklin, hey, how you doing? All right. Better than I've been in a while, actually. Yeah, that's great. What's going on? Took a little trip today. Out the to beautiful Kansas City. Got any recommendations? Figured I'd treat your old man to some dinner. After I get my cash, of course. Yeah, my father. Mm-hmm. He in the next room. <laughs> oh, and uh, if you don't believe me, call Glenway Meadows. I'll tell you nobody's seen him since this morning when he absconded with a black woman. Okay. What's your plan here, buddy? If I'm gonna give you cash or else you're gonna kill him, right? That's the play. Because I can tell you right now. Well, it's not gonna work out for you. You should have done your fucking research. I don't give two shits about that man. And even if I did, what do you think it's gonna do to your future? You kill a CIA officer's father, huh? Alright, you know what? Why don't you go up and put him on the phone? Yeah, just put him on the phone. Let me talk to him. I'll get you out of this mess. My accounts are the same as when you took it. Call William. Tell him to transfer it all back. Do it now. And your pops gets to walk out of here like nothing happened. You don't want to do this. This is the last time I'm going to say this to you, Daddy. Send me my motherfucking money. Do it right now. That's not how it works. There's a process, even if I could. Wrong answer. He was the most incompetent soldier ever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that the sound that was the sound of uh, Franklin stabbing Teddy's father in the neck. In the in, neck. In front of his fiance and her mother and their unborn child. He bled him. Bled him dry. <laughs> um, and uh, he puts the phone to uh, Teddy Daddy's mouth so Teddy can hear him gasping for air. And um, he uh, sets the house on fire, and they leave. Um, and that was the end of the episode. Uh, <clears throat> something Franklin said in there though. He was like, um, th- th- if you call something Meadows, they'll tell you he absconded with a black woman. I don't think he should have said that. Cause now Teddy know it's a black woman that's in on Ain't it. on it. And they may put two and two together that oh, is his. Point. You know what I'm saying? Franklin dry snitched on uh, Veronique to her mama when he was fussing at them the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the end of the episode, y'all. Um, I enjoyed it, especially the end. And something that I didn't want to say earlier, but um, I, I forgot that Teddy killed Alton in Cuba. So it's an eye for eye. Yeah. Damn, I ain't thought about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Daddy for a daddy. Daddy for a daddy. Yep. Yeah. And he killed, 
He killed his daddy for less. Really? True. Cause because Teddy was really doing wrong. And and he was just gonna expose, expose what he was doing. Him. Yeah, true. Yeah. Damn, that's why Franklin didn't hesitate. Cause I was like, damn, why the Frank, why he killed him so quick? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Now that's nope. 73 million. And Alton was out. Alton had left and went to Cuba. He was gone. Yeah. And he Yeah, so. Um, yeah, so that's it, y'all. Um so now we get to the part of the episode where we find out what we thought about, who we thought about, whatever, whatever. So um I'll go first, you know, since you the newcomer. Yeah. Um <laughs> who we tell who who won, who lost, who we most identify with. I think we're gonna agree. You think so? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Now I don't know because the one who I picked who I think won the episode was Ruben. Cause Ruben already was being cautious of what he was doing, and he didn't know whether or not somebody was on him. But Teddy tipped his hand by going to his place, not finding that. So now, Ruben, um, he already had Gustavo, met with Gustavo, um, but now he know Teddy behind him. Teddy's after him, so now he gonna extra check behind himself. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Yeah, I think he knows what Teddy looked like. Yeah, he know what Teddy looked like, and he know the do he know the DEA? Yeah, he know the DEA too, cause he took pictures of um of Gustavo. Oh, me yeah, with the yeah, DEA yeah, that yeah, time, yeah, so he know DEA. everybody. Everybody yeah. just don't know him, especially the DEA. So I think that's what I think won. Who you think won the episode? Who came At out first? There? I was gonna say Leon, mm. and I was gonna say Leon because you know he got his projects back. But yeah. my man coming, so we don't know how how my man coming back. Yeah, so I don't, I, I can't say Leon. Plus, you know he don't, he don't got no product yet. Yeah, he, he don't ain't got no money yet. He don't. You know what I'm saying so, but. I I have to say Franklin. I feel like Franklin got more accomplished before before you said about Ruben or whatever. I kind of agree with that, but I'm gonna have to say Franklin. Yeah, Franklin did. He got everything out of his plan, and he forced um. Now he done forced Teddy hand. Teddy gonna have to make a move he now. Forced Teddy, and Teddy showed his hand too quick too. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. Um. Now who lost? I think Teddy lost because Teddy lost his father. Um, he lost his edge on Ruben, and he might go crazy now because he already been kind of shaky doing some shit. Yeah. Um. So I think he he might lose his mind. So uh, I think Teddy lost this episode. He came out the worst out of everybody. I agree with you on that one. Where you think Teddy? Yeah, lost? Teddy. Like, he's just showing his hand too much. He's he too vulnerable <clears throat> right now, man. Yeah, I think he he a little bit too cocky because he got the CIA with him or whatever. But he on. I don't think he realizes like. The, the lengths other people are doing and other yeah. people got people right. too like the right. way the fact that they found out his daddy with um what's my man name I keep forgetting his name <sighs> Top Notch um Alton's homeboy Top Notch oh yeah, who helped, yeah yeah he got information for him or oh yeah or yeah the, uh, in, the, in the first scene mm-hmm. yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah I remember um so yeah uh who you most I most identify this episode with CJ. Cause I would be that nigga who was like, "Yeah, but shit, nigga, I ain't got no time, dog." <laughs> nigga try to come record, man, man. I got we we full we full today, cause like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they still try to hang around and shit. Like, now nah, we ain't got no water. We ain't got no. You probably have to go to the store or something to get some water. That'll probably be me. And then finally, I'll be like, "Be you hell." Yeah, I'll probably be like CJ. I most identify with CJ. I don't want no trouble. Yeah, we don't want no trouble here. Yeah. Uh, how about you? Who you most identify with? I say Leon, man. Mm. In this, in this one, I say Leon. No whooping nigga ass, and now you. I mean, he just stood. He just stood on something. He, he, you know what I'm saying. He, he stood on 
I think the first thing, well, I think the last thing that kind of pushed him to the edge was the lights. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he yeah, got, yeah. He got yeah. the lights fixed, and my man shot them shits out uh -huh. again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because so, he, re I think he really was gonna. I think he should have just went back, got his money, and then went back to Africa, and we never hear about him no more, and we just hear about him in talking, but they didn't do that. And and that's what I would have done too. Just you know came back and got your bread and got then went the back. Got bread and, and hauled last. Made my peace with everybody and took my crackhead wife yeah, and exactly. hauled last. Because don't nobody over there know that she used to smoke crack. Right. And I don't think crack made it to Africa yet. So <laughs> y'all would have been good for at least 10 years. Shit. Crack probably still ain't in Africa. You don't think so? It is. You think so? That's. I know they do put cocaine and shit over there. Yeah. And they know. mix their cocaine with, um, with gunpowder. They call it brown brown. Shit. Yeah. I'm fucking with that. Yeah, me either. I ain't never seen a damn African crackhead though. Mm. Crack, crack, crack might not be out there. I know they took pot out there though. I'm pretty sure they took that pot. But yeah, man, I, I identify most with uh, Lee. Yeah. Um, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Mine, I kind of alluded to it earlier with uh, these kids, the worst of the worst. Um, that's kind of what um. Uh, Jerome said to uh, Big D, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, these kids getting worse and worse and worse, and you hear that every year. Bro, we uh -huh. say that. We yep. say that this day, to this day. Mm -hmm. like, man, I'm fucking with them little niggas, man. Them little niggas gonna shoot you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We say that even now. Even even like when you talk about like the music artists and shit, like back then they were just rapping about it. Now these young kids and kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, what about you? You got one for the more things change, the more they stay the same? Not really. I have to go with what you said, and I and I try to think about one. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. whole episode, this whole show, and I couldn't think of one. So yeah, I had to go with what you said. So that's it. So we did get an email from Kane. Let me make sure I got it. I almost forgot. Um, he said he sent it in while he dined a party with white people in Savannah. Want to drink shit, nigga? I right, drunk as hell. Um, he said he, Gustavo won because he lives to see another day. Um, Teddy was going to take him out. I was thinking that too when he had the little syringe, so I think that's what Kane was referring to. He said, who lost? Um, the KGB and DEA guy. They both thought they had taken advantage of a pressure point, meaning Gustavo, right? Um, and was about to make a bust. Yeah, that's true. That, that's true. Yeah. That's true, but they ain't got shit. Nah, they didn't. They nah, they shit. didn't. Yeah, nah, yeah, them as organizations, they definitely both of them lost because both of them thought they were going to make a bust. Oh, they the they was going to do it the next day. Yeah, both of them. <clears throat> He said he most identified with Jerome. Said he's at a point in his life where I think he feels lost, helpless, pressured, and frustrated. You feel like you feel lost, <laughs> helpless, pressured, and frustrated, my nigga? No, he don't. Um, or he partying now. Maybe he partying to get the lost feeling and the helplessness off of him and the pressure. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. You think we need to talk to the homie? Hey, man, come back. Come yeah. back and see us, man. Yeah, Call we'll, us when you get back, man. Yeah, we'll talk to you. We'll we sit down. You can open up to us, and he won't laugh. <laughs> Um, he knows he's a target and feels death is coming, just doesn't know when or where. Hence why he's just acting like a sitting duck in public and tossing the beeper. Oh, yeah. I got, he got a point. <laughs> he got a point. Yeah, he do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he, he left and she was like, you need to take your security. And he was like, fuck it. But then he said, I'm out. So, But then I kind of feel like that more, like whatever, whatever he think coming – he kind of wanted to come. You know what I'm saying? Like, he ready for this shit, too. Yeah, because... You know what I'm saying? Was it the first episode when um when uh, he stood up, when Franklin put, put the gun at him at the diner, he was like, do it, nigga, do yeah, it. Yeah, he was ready. Yeah, he, he was ready. ready. 
and I think he almost was was gonna make a turn because he already was feeling like that even when he met with a um. Remember he was chasing out the um. He was trying to catch up find with a, the, um, what's my man name? Peaches. Peaches. He yeah. was trying to find Peaches and he fucked around and got in that group. Um, he was kind of doing better. He wasn't drinking and shit. Mm-hmm. But then when stuff started going bad with them and shooting and all of that, I think he went down the, the bad path because I know they were saying in the meeting like a lot of those guys like committed suicide and all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that's um, that's why he's kind of like you know like um, Kane said a sitting duck in public. Kind of like, right though. Like he he he. It's like he got some regrets. He do got some regrets. Oh, yeah, he got a whole lot of regrets. Even when he was like, he told CJ, like, you did the right thing with the stack. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Wishing he probably would have, you know what I'm saying, made some better choices. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can, I can see that. Mm-hmm. But he, Kinda, had, he had to talk to that man at the liquor store like that that was walking by. Like, yeah, fuck get you the fuck at that nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he want a problem, yeah, man. Yeah. He want a problem, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the more, you, the more things change, the more they stay the same. He said, Buckley knows. He right back tooting again. So... I don't know if to, I wonder if he is he tooting for real. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. He look he look clean to me. He look real clean and he's sensible. He he talking with sense. Mm-hmm. He, he he gonna take take his drink or whatever. But he more sensible. I but I wonder if if, if um Jerome said that because Buckley was like kind of full of energy and shit. But I don't know because when they had him tooting powder, he was like sweaty. Yeah, and, he it, it was like a downer to him. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. looked it down. Yeah, now so. he look a little more youthful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you ask me, he taking care of business. I think he is, too, because yeah. he found out. Um, he got in touch with my man. He bought my man there uh, from the last episode. Of, mm-hmm. well, I forgot his name. That told him what it was, and then he came back with more info this time. Talking so. about the dude, um, Franklin put his face on the stove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cook, nigga. <laughs> that nigga, yeah. So. I I feel like he he doing all right. I don't know. We'll maybe we'll see something next episode where he um using again. Yeah. Um. Damn. I meant to have a uh a song. Oh, I know what I play going out. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, man. Shout out to uh. Shout out to uh Snowfall. Shout out. Um. Ho. Yo. You want to be fine on social media? Yeah, you can find me on Facebook, man. Adrian Jacobs on Facebook. That's his government too, y'all. I yeah. know it because I know him for over twenty years. Yeah, this this is the real me. Yeah, that's the real him. Thank you for joining me, man. I appreciate you. Um, I ain't want to say coming in off the bench, but uh, you know, stepping in and we was gonna have you on anyway. Yeah, yeah. Just what happened that Kane got down. He taking a um, what they calling in basketball? Um, load management day. He taking a load <laughs> management day and yeah. shit. But yeah. Um Word, you know it's good to be here, bro. Every yeah, time. Yeah. Every time. I'm, I'm gonna have you on the um on the regular show too, coming up soon too. So Word. um appreciate you stopping by. You know it, bro. Um you can find me on social media, preacher underscore BP, and you can find um the show on social media DJ Blaze Show and on Facebook, DJ Blaze Radio Show. Um Kane's uh social media is Hennessy Black. He spell it like a crip. Or blood, whatever you want to be. Um, but yeah, that's it for us. It's your boy, be easy. And we out. Yeah.